It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Good morning. Hussey and Kempi for breakfast. SCNZ Monday the 12th of September and what a weekend. What a weekend of sport, man. Plenty happening. I don't know what channel to watch. Reminders all over the shop at the moment. It's continuing this morning. Keep you up to date with what's going on. Great to see our sevens teams in the final over in Cape Town. How good were Ireland, mate? Pushing them inside, beating the host. South Africa knocking them out and nearly beating our very own. But no, we'll keep you up to date throughout the the morning. My TV's actually not working, so Kempi and Joe and Noops will have to bring through some high, um, some updates of what's going on. You know what, Kempi? Morena to you, Kempi. Morena, my boy. Morena. Yep. No, there's plenty, plenty going on, mate. Got the uh, the Spark Channel on, just waiting for New Zealand to run out in their final. Um, New Zealand and uh, in the women's final, men's final, which is awesome. Mate, weekend of sport. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't know, mm. like, there was so much on, I couldn't keep up, you know. And I had, I had one of those weekends where I just stayed home. Like I, I said, you know, my mm. first weekend off in eight week weeks, I think it was. And uh, I decided, mm. right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch sport and and do basically nothing. So I got up, went, went and did some exercise, and then just watched sport all day, mate. Watched racing all day. The league, I gotta say, is eating. Mm. What a weekend of league, mate! Unbelievable. Oh, mate. Right from start, a- right from Friday through to last night. What a finals. What a playoffs, mate. Honestly, last night, just icing on the cake, man. We're going to rip into it, Uncle. Save it. Save it. We've got a big show, and I want to hear about the finals from you later on today. 7.40-ish. We're going to get the breakdown. We don't need to go far to get to break down all the NRL because we've got our very own Tony Kemp in the house, and he's going to do it all for us at 7.40-ish. And no doubt... We'll talk about it throughout the morning until before we get there. But if you've got any calls, 0800-150-811 on the Kennard Tire phone line regarding the playoffs, the NRL, the finals are here. We're down to our last six teams as the Storm are gone. Oh, how about that? The Roosters are gone. Oh, man. It's all happening. And last night's game, well... 
I don't know where to start. There's a few questions there I want to get to you, Kempi, later on in the show. But, mate, keep us up to date with um, the sevens, how the girls are going, and, and throughout the morning, NFL, you've got 700 TVs in your studio, so you'll be able to do it <laughs> nice and clearly. Appreciate it. Coming up on the show, Kempi, we're going to talk some UFC, because that happened yesterday, That's 279. Crazy. What did you make of it? Oh. What did you make of it? Mate. Particularly the co and main event. Drama-filled build-up. Mate, it was crazy, wasn't it, Kempe? It's cr- Mate, and we got the best bloke in the studio with Neeps, too, who's just a UFC mm. fanatic. I'll talk to him. The first thing, mate, he couldn't wait to get it out. As soon as I walked in, I was like, did you see UFC? And gave me all the insight, and he was right about well, one thing. Turn your mic on, Neeps. <laughs> Nick Diaz, what, what mate. Is- Nick Diaz, Neeps. Wasn't he, wasn't he good, mate? What do you reckon he's, like, gone back to his 21 again? Oh, he just he looked like that same fight that he won against Cowboy Cerrone back in the day, you know? Like, just awesome, landing all his punches showing off, doing the whole, getting the crowd up and going. It was just awesome spectating, man. Holy. Neeps, on that though, on that, I just, I just felt a bit weird. It did it just feel felt a weird. Bit weird. Like, he, he, you know, like, they're obviously very friendly and, and it wasn't all meant to happen the way it all went. Yeah. I just felt like, I don't know, it just felt a bit like it was, wasn't like, he obviously choked them out at the end, yeah, and yeah. then they get up and hug each other. So I just don't know. Was, did was you, it over friendly? Did you did you find it a wee bit staged almost? Yeah, I don't uh, yeah. know. It See, was like a, yeah. it just felt like they were mates, and they probably spoke to each other before the game, uh, before the fight, and said, "Ah, oh, yeah. Owen, but we'll just have fun, eh?" Yeah. So, so the, the way that those two have kind of worked, they've been in, in the same place for so long, and they've never seen each other yet. Tony Ferguson has been an icon yeah. of the lightweight division. Nate Diaz has been an icon of the welterweight division. So. The fans are so happy that this fight ended up happening because we didn't think they would get that before Nate Diaz had retired, eh? So to see Tony Ferguson versus Nate Diaz is just a, a UFC fan's dream, I think. And is, is old uh, Diaz going to go and um, go and box? Let's he's going to box, eh? I, I, reckon he's, <laughs> I think we're going to see him against Jake Paul soon, eh? I think after this yeah. Anderson Silver one, that's the next one we're going to see. Oh, I hope we do see it. I hope we do see it because Nate Diaz ain't lying down, mate. He ain't taking a fake punch. <laughs> He'll give him a hiding. He said, he said that he's going to go take over the boxing world and then he's going to come back in another 10 years' time. Mind you, he'll be 45 <laughs> by then and win a belt after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. He is as tough as they come. Nate Diaz. Honestly, love watching him. He'll draw any pay-per-view, pay-per-views uh, anytime he fights. But just quickly, Neeps, Kevin Holland and uh, Kumchet. How do you say his last name? Kamzat Shemaev. Yeah. Shemaev. Yeah. Um, mate. Weird. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, he comes out to my uh, has just turned himself into the biggest villain in the whole of the UFC. <laughs> Missing weight by eight pounds and then causing drama yeah. backstage, starting fights, you know. He's, he's just put a massive target on his back. But no one's going to try and shoot it because he's probably going to beat them, you know. Like, it, it's so it's going to be so interesting to see what happens with him next because is he going to go up the weight division? He's going to stay where he is. Yeah, there's so many questions after the after this last weekend. Wow, Missing weight by eight pounds. That. Yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> not eight it's, ounces. No, he's miss. He's like um, I don't know. He's just. It's kind of made UFC lose its credibility a little bit. I feel it's, like it's made it's made him lose his credibility because he's mm. just he's just made so many people have to scramble. He, he's lost twenty percent of his fight purse from yesterday. He's probably on about five hundred thousand dollars for that fight, and he lost twenty percent of that, which is a fair amount. But you know, mm. it's it's just you know we we just got to see whether he's going to stay 
at, at welterweight or if he's going to move up or if if he gets forced mm. up into the division because he missed by that much yeah so confusing so confusing yeah that was an interesting scrap and um, <laughs> Kevin Holland went to do the old hand slap at the start Kempi and then got smoked. He got smoked. And I was like, what are you doing, mate? He just looked like he ran out jumping, dancing, and hard out. And then as soon as the um, other guy started walking in, he didn't see a smile again. I was like, oh, he's a bit nervous here. <laughs> he's a bit nervous here. <laughs> Went to go get a tap, gets choked out, breaks his shoulder. And oh, crazy scenes. Crazy scenes at, at the UFC, Kempi. But we got um, Donna Corby. Donna Corby is a writer for the Mirror Fighting and uh, will join us after 7 o'clock. Hopefully I've pronounced his name right, and uh, looking forward to having a chat. And we'll just break that down a bit more. And yeah, it was a drama-filled um, uh, night, uh, build up for sure. And then the main event, co-event, and there were some mean scraps before it too. So we'll break it all down just after seven o'clock. And then seven forty, like I said, we're going to talk NRL throughout the show, and then even more at seven forty-ish with you, Kimpy. And after eight, Farah Palmer Cup final took place on the weekend. And it was the ruthless Canary outfit that ruthless. dominated Auckland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Winning 41-14. Amy Duplessis-Centre has had an outstanding season and was influential in the final. And she'll join us after 8 o'clock. Probably about 8.15. Just give her a little bit more of a sleep. And um, uh, got a wee video from Kendra. And they were celebrating extremely hard yesterday. So they'll be a little bit slow today. A little bit they'll be dusty. A little bit, they'll be a little bit slow today, Kippy. So, look, we appreciate Amy coming through and having a wee chat. So uh, well-deserved, too. Celebrate. It's been a big old season. And obviously Kendra and Steph Te Ahaere Foxes last uh, last year in the team, so they'll be uh, no doubt emotional and celebrating. Following that, we're going to talk racing. All eyes were on Imperatriz and Tarzino in the wet, heavy conditions, but it was the Dark Destroyer, the Scott O'Sullivan stable that sport the parties. Lance O'Sullivan, legendary jock, and our trainee, uh, trainer will finish with uh, uh, the show with us and talk about that race, Dark a, Destroyer. Getting a bit of a rap here, oh. me is. I'm getting a bit of a rap yeah. here. I mean, Imperatriz doesn't get beat New Zealand. Doesn't get beat <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> oh, Kevy. Oh, yeah, but you got started, that? You got started, that? Replay it. it started Joe, with have the, you saved it? It started with the Broncos. Broncos, yep, make the final. Didn't win another game. <laughs> Didn't even make the eight. <laughs> and and the, and the favourite here is Mark. He's got up first thing this morning, went, here's a text from Mark. Thanks, Kevy. Put the kiss of death on the roosters. I cleaned up, Mark. <laughs> so, Kevy, oh. I get... I get paid out because I'm <laughs> stopping every horse, everything, left, right, and centre. And you're just flying under the radar. I'm, I'm appreciative that you admitted it. That you've admitted that you're stopping a few because in Peartrees, look, in all honesty, um, that was horrible conditions here. I rang my dad yesterday. Here again, sunny as. Sunny as in Hawke's Bay on a Sunday. Obviously, the Tarzino was on Saturday. Not ideal conditions. And in Peartrees, just couldn't get through the ground, eh? Just couldn't no. get through it. It was struggling. I think, I think I think Opie thought when he like the way he raced it for for me looked like he just well and rightly so um, thought he had the best horse in the race and was just going to go out there and and it was going to put them all to task. But you know that last four hundred, it just didn't like the ground, mate. And I don't know if you saw the last fifty meters, but it Imperators basically just died. It, it had nothing left. Yeah. And got picked mm. up um, on the line for fourth, but Dark Destroyer, like 
man, what a run from Dark mm. Destroyer. Yeah, you know, even even from uh, La Creek, fresh up. There was a mm. really there was a yeah. really good run too to run in run in the places. So, um, yeah, mate, I, I had a I actually don't get very, very many bonus bets, but on Friday. I was like, yep, nah, never gets beat. Imperatrice, I will anchor it. And I liked Rock and Horse. And yeah, like, if Rock and Horse was at $3.80 for a place. And oh, um, no. so I, I put I put her put Imperatrice anchored and I put Rock and Horse and then the other the other um, Scott uh, Sullivan horse up in uh, Son, of Son of a Butcher up in Ruakaka, which mm. got up and that was a really good run too. Frankie Endicott sent what me a text a straight away and said, Yep, I got that for a place, Kempy, thanks a lot. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not even watching them anymore after Imperatrice's <laughs> race. But, yeah, what a day. What a what a day with, um, for the Tarzino and for all of those horses that thought they couldn't get Imperatrice. That, um, I guess back back to the drawing board for Mark Walker as far as Imperatrice mm. goes. But, you know, I thought it could get through the ground. It did on the on the uh, previous fortnight where it went up to, um, to up and, and won that race. But, mate, it's that, that thing about horse racing, eh? There's no, yeah. there's never a sure thing, mate. Never a sure thing. And I, I actually thought Imperatrice wouldn't get beat, but I'm glad we've put that one to bed. Only took, I think a, only took a week. Yeah, so <laughs> definitely, Kippy. Appreciate your honesty, mate, and showing your vulnerability. Hey, I'll uh, just on that. I think I've heard, I heard some whisper. I might have been from Louie actually, just talking about Tarapa. Um, the Tarapa heavy compared to the Hastings heavy, just totally different. Um, she's obviously. Real heavy in Hastings, all the rain they've had, and just couldn't get through it. But then you think about the other side, and you saw what Dark Destroyer was able to do last year in Brisbane in the wet, horrible conditions to come over and, and beat some great horses over there. You just think, after that race, my brother in law actually got Dark Destroyer at 21 bucks. $21 he got Dark Destroyer at in the Tarzino. I was like, ah. Oh. I was like, get out of it. So he had a wee fill up over the weekend, but mate. Big races and rocking horse. Oh man, gonna get a couple. Was good. Rocking horse is it's gonna, gonna get a couple. Get a couple. Yeah. And it was big over in uh, over in uh, Australia there and mate thunderstruck. Course. That should oh. I don't know how that won. Like that was did I don't know if Same. you listen listen to the commentary afterwards, but from the trainer and he said, you know, alligator blood just doesn't oh, yeah, get was- caught from that far in front. He was like, what's second place playing? Halfway <laughs> down the straight, he was like, oh, what's, I, was, I was just thinking what second place is. But, oh, that's all right, money. Then I'll oh, we'll be happy with that. And then it won, mate. What a horse. What mate, a that horse. little mask, that white mask it's got, eh? It's pretty yeah, scary. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a <laughs> looks like a knight. And he just fought to right to the end and uh, got the job done. But, mate, obviously, big show. Lots of sport to talk about. Obviously, the cricket uh, happened last night, Kempe, and uh, three zip. Clean sweep for the Aussies over the over the Black Caps. Not a deal. Two six seven. Steve Smith getting the century and just yeah, we just obviously when Devin Conway got out, that was a turning point. We lost six straight wickets for sixty runs and just really struggled. Mm. Mate, it's not it's not ideal. We're going to we've got a T Twenty World Cup coming up. We've got India next year for the ODI World Cup and uh, three zip over the against Australia. I don't know, mate. This Aussie team. This Aussie team, and uh, obviously the news with Finch, he's going to retire, Kempe. Yeah. Um, over over the weekend, he announced that, which is um, obviously crazy. Hopefully, he's been struggling, obviously. Been struggling with the bat, but there's some big news. But Australia, mate, they just got it over us at the moment. It's bloody frustrating. Yeah. The weight of public opinion, you think, with Finch? Uh, I'd say they had to have a... 
I'd say that would have added to it for sure, Kempe. You'd have to take that on board, and, and for him, I, I hope not. I hope he wanted to retire because he obviously was straight, like fell out of love with the game. Or there's something else he wants to do. He's got a family and something like that. I'd hope so, but the pressure that was mounting on him, for sure. Like He's had no runs for a couple of years now and just really struggled. Looked like he's lacking confidence too. Like When he got out, he just walked off and shrugged it off, you know? So yeah. you reckon? Yeah, man, I... <laughs> He was copping it, like, big time, you know. Mm. And when your form's – you know what it's like, mate. When your form's down and you can't see any way out, and especially mm. with what goes on with the Australian cricket team, man, when they when they have uh, a player under heat in that Australian cricket team, it seems like the whole world's watching, you know. Mm. Like, you're down here in little old New Zealand, you hear all the news coming out about it. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's Warner or Smith, you know, and or if it's Finch or whoever – when they when they're under pressure and and cricket's so big in Australia, um, yeah. yeah, I just think that maybe sometimes that has a little bit to do with it. Yeah, my external pressure, public pressure, it's probably forced them to to make that decision a little bit earlier. But um, you know, he's made that decision and he's finished his last ODI as captain for Australia. And, wow, he's he's go down as one of the greatest over there. He's he's not he wasn't too bad. Good, too bad. good news, good news is We've just been. What's happened? Talk to us. We've just gone in for our first try. We've had all the all the ball in the first couple of minutes here, and just gone over the Kiwi girls against Australia. Oh, just working beautiful. Out. Yep, nice little try yeah. down this. Uh, that's the left edge. Good, good carry. All right, Kempi. Or oh, just on that. It's just on that. Okay, we're going to get right into this right now. Can't wait question of the day. Well, Kempe, you're watching the sevens and I'm watching a blank screen, so you're going to keep us up to date, okay? There is lots of sport happening this morning. So our can't wait question of the day is what is the most memorable sporting moment you are witnessing while having your breakfast this morning, okay? Double eight, double three. Or give us a call, 0800 150 There is a ton of sport on the TV at the moment. And just for you about to get up into your day and you've got your phone next to you with the app on it and you've got your TV going and your wife's going crazy because you can't watch too many things at once, give us a text, double eight double three. What is the most memorable sporting moment you are witnessing while watching or, no, while having your breakfast this morning. That is our can't wait question of the day. We've got lots to rip into today and we'd love to have your support and messages on the Temper Bed Post text machine double eight double three. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.